Colin Bass, welcome back. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, and boy, do we have a special treat for you guys today. We are joined by the first gen of Baylor University, Mr. Brad Livingstone. Thanks so much for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, uh, it's great to be with both of you, and, and what a beautiful day. Yes. What a beautiful yes. day, that's right. So uh, when we hopped on the Zoom call, we see you got a nice little background behind you, but perhaps nothing more special than your little dog right there. <laughs> yes, the first pup of uh, Baylor University. The first first see pup. Let me see that's if I can awesome. Hey, boo. There you go. She knows <laughs> there he is. That's, that's awesome. And I know that Colin and I, back on Halloween, we had the opportunity to meet the dog there. And so uh, I guess that kind of leads us into our first point we want to talk about today as uh, obviously being the first gen and the husband to the first lady. Uh, you've kind of established this culture of inclusivity and engaging with the students and meeting them where they're at. So just kind of talk to us a little bit about that, whether that's uh, a little more difficult with the pandemic, but, you know, having people over to the house and making them feel special on the holidays and things like that. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. That's a great question. Um, you know, one of the things when we came in 2017 is we purposely wanted to be amongst the, um, the students, the faculty, the staff, and be, a, be a, a visible presence on campus. Now, one thing that does help in that area is when you're 6'10", like myself. <laughs> right. um, you know, there's no hiding. And so, uh, so we wanted to, to be a part of the, the Baylor community as, as soon as possible. And, and another thing too, we really enjoy it. Um, e even with a busy schedule, we try, uh, my wife and I, um, President Livingstone and I and Boo, try to walk the campus uh, every day if we can, if mm -hmm. our schedule allows, and just be able to say hi. And I tell you the, as you can see in the background, um, <laughs> I think Boo loves it even more than we do because she has become quite the uh, star uh, on campus, oh, yeah. our daughter, started an Instagram account um, for Boo, and she has over 2,000 followers on Instagram. And so nice. she gets loved on, she gets loved on by every time, every time we go on a walk, we get stopped by even now, probably 50 different times. And students, you know, that know her, that love on her, or that just miss their dog at home. Uh, and and it, it, although it sounds funny, what's what I think is true, our, even our own dog has her own ministry on campus. <laughs> there you and go. She loves to get loved on. And so uh, every time I go on a walk, I just ask God, I just say, God, let us meet at least one person that needs a word of encouragement or to be loved on by a dog. And he fulfills that prayer 50-fold every time, 50-fold or more every time we go on a walk. That's awesome. That's pretty, I mean, it's pretty true. I mean, I've seen it um, really live it out. That's kind of how we, how I got in contact with you. Yeah. Saw you out walking boo and <laughs> that's how we kind of got together. But you mentioned being a super tall guy and super noticeable. Um, sometimes on the Baylor tours, they like to mention that they extended the doorways for your height. Is this true? Yeah, can we it is absolutely 100% true. Oh we, uh, my gosh. One of the things that when we went in and of course the, it's called the Albritton house after the Albritton family, they, Back in 1974, they donated the, the money to build a house for the first family to live in. Before then, they just lived wherever. And so, um, and, and another inside kind of scoop here, um, when we came in, uh, and it's a beautiful home, but all of the doorways were about 6'5". And, uh, and normal doorways are about 6'8". I can handle 6'8". <laughs> 
six five, there's no way. And so I said, you know, just give me a sledgehammer and I'll take care of all of it. And so they said, no, 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 no. They, they took care, they raised every doorway and every entryway and widened it too um, in the uh, downstairs, the upstairs they left alone. Wait, Colin, I thought um, we were But the downstairs, the, pardon me? I thought we were talking to Mr. Livingstone, not Chip Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking down doorways. <laughs> you know, we should, we, we should have them do it. And, exactly. Uh, time, they were pretty busy. And so, <laughs> and so when, uh, um, when we went through, one of the things we noticed that there was no downstairs bathroom that was wheelchair accessible. Okay. And we have students and faculty in wheelchairs. And so I said, uh, uh, Lynn and I both said, you know, we need a wheelchair accessible bathroom. And so in order to do that, they had to tear down some sheetrock. Well, this is the inside scoop for you guys. When they started tearing down the sheetrock, what they noticed is on a lot of the two by fours that were exposed now, uh, the Nose Brotherhood oh, no. snuck in during construction, and on the two by fours, they had stencil. They had a stencil made that says Nose Brotherhood Construction Company, 1974, and that was oh, wow. on almost every one of the <laughs> two by fours in the wall. Of course, it was covered up by sheetrock, so nobody saw it. But when they ripped it down. Uh, we saw it. So I took some pictures of it and I actually that's, sent it to the Nose Brotherhood. That's that crazy. crazy. I see you guys often go back and forth on social media, other platforms. I've even seen your face with the Nose Brother. I don't even know what you call it, um, but it's <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah, it's, it is. It is. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a great opportunity to, to, uh, to have some fun. Heck yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so obviously we got to hear about the All Britain house. And so like, what does a normal day look like there? And then also one thing I know on Instagram, I saw back around Christmas time, I think y'all did a Christmas TikTok. And so I saw a bunch of conspiracies out there, like do the Livingstones actually live in the All Britain house or is this just some facade? Like, so do you think you could give us a little more scoop on that? Oh, absolutely. And, and the answer to the question is we do live at the All Britain house. But as you guys can see in the background, we have what we call the river house here on the Brazos River, nice. which, uh, which we purchased uh, about two years into Linda's presidency, just kind of a, a, a place to get away. And so the TikTok, which of course, our daughter <laughs> Shelby, who's at, at Pruitt Seminary, she's, she's the only one in our family who knows how to do anything like that. <laughs> in fact, um, and so that's what you saw. In fact, um, either tomorrow or the next day, Shelby's going to do another TikTok with the president and the first gent. So you'll you'll have to wait to see what that is. Because to be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> Stay tuned. You heard, you heard it here first. That's <laughs> but she handles all of that. So there is no conspiracy there. It's just at two different places. The All Britain place is the Baylor University home for for the president and the first family. Uh, the River House is the home for the Livingstone family. Gotcha. So besides making crazy TikToks, uh, what else, what, what does a normal day look like in the All Britain house or just kind of in your role as first gen at Baylor University? What does a typical day kind of look like? Well, of course, there is no typical day. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, during COVID, everything has kind of changed. So pre-COVID and, and hopefully soon post-COVID, typically, and I, I'm a high school teacher. So I teach at a, at a local high school here in Waco called Vanguard College Preparatory School. And, and I teach a class on the history of the World War II and the history of the Vietnam War. And so two elective courses uh, uh, at Vanguard and I'm absolutely loving it. It's an incredible school. 
I'm very blessed and, and fortunate to be able to, to teach there. But typically uh, a, a day would be, um, you know, especially in the evening, uh, it, it was pretty uh, common to have two, maybe three Baylor events going on mm -hmm. every evening, which some people say, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe how tiring that would be. But to be honest, we really enjoy that. We enjoy being uh, around alums. We enjoy being around students, faculty, and it's, it's really been an incredible time. Uh, we miss that. We're looking forward after, after we're done with this pandemic. We're, we're looking forward to being a part of that as, uh, again. Right. Yeah. And so you obviously went to school at Oklahoma State. So I think a fun question there would be, you know, looking back at your time there, and I understand you played a little bit of basketball, you know, that 6'10 height. Uh, do you think back then that you would have imagined your journey and God kind of taking you to Baylor uh, a few years down the road? Oh, not at all. In fact, uh, uh, my wife, President Livingstone, she played basketball at Oklahoma State as well. And in fact, she still owns, I believe, a couple of their all-time records. There, oh, she was. Yeah, she was by far a better basketball player than I was. Big <laughs> oh, <laughs> baller. And, and I and I'm not saying that in modesty. For four years, we were friends for three years before we ever started dating. We were really involved with the Fellowship Christian Athletes there on mm -hmm. on campus. Uh, powerful ministry, and uh, and so after the women's practice was over and before the men's practice began. She and I would play uh, a game of horse or pig, depending on time. <laughs> in, four, in four years, I kid you not, in four years, I never beat her. She oh, beat her my gosh. Every single time. And so she, she was an incredible basketball player and still is, even though we don't get a chance to play that much now. And so uh, just to see how God, you know, worked our friendship into a dating relationship and then marriage after we graduated from college uh, and started our careers. And now this, this September, we will be celebrating our 37th anniversary. Congratulations. Congrats. Uh, every time I say that, I feel so old, but I don't feel <laughs> old. But it's like, you know, God, God, uh, you, when you, especially when you can look back and just see the hand of God in your relationships, when you see the hand of God in your life, even when at the time you felt that where is God? Mm -hmm. You look back and you realize God was always there. He has promised right. that he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He goes before us. He is with us is absolutely true. Looking back and saying that like you see, you now see where God's hand was for freshmen or even any grade in college or even high schoolers. Do you have any advice for people who are like, I don't know if God's ever going to lead me to somebody who is going to be with me for the rest of my life or any questions like that? How, what kind of advice could you give people who are thinking that way? You know, that's a, that is a great question, uh, Colin. And, I, and one thing that I would, I would say, and again, when you're in the midst of it, uh, it's a little bit harder uh, to think this way. But a verse that comes to mind that, um, that I memorized when I first became a Christian in high school was, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not upon your own understanding. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and he'll make your path straight. And Proverbs so three, five, three, exactly. One of my favorites, one of my all time favorites. And, and the reason it's one of my all time favorites is because I know it's the truth, mm -hmm. not just because it's in the Bible, but I've seen it in my own life and I've seen it in the life of my family. And, and so if, if God's plan for you is to be uh, with someone for the rest of your life, um, that verse should give you hope. Um, mm -hmm. trust in him, trust in him 
and he'll make your path straight. He'll lead you to that person. Keep your eyes open. I, I also love the phrase, I'm, I don't know, Benjamin Franklin said or whatever, but uh, God feeds the birds of the air, but he, he never puts the worms in their nest. And so mm-hmm. keep your eyes open and be in places, uh, you know, church groups, uh, places where you'll, you'll find and you'll meet individuals that love the Lord and, uh, and, 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 and trust him that he will direct you in those, in those ways. Such amazing wisdom you have there. Definitely, definitely take note of that. Um, and even building off of that, even kind of like letting God guide your heart and trusting in him, dive into your experience with powerful prayer and how that's kind of impacted your life these last couple of years and even your entire life. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, the, the one thing that I, I love about, and, I, and, and it was really through my um, FCA sponsor, who was my, assist, uh, my coach of my JV basketball team in high school. Um, he, was, he led uh, our FCA, and he challenged us to have a daily quiet time. Well, I didn't even know what that meant. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so he kind of he shared, and, and, and I called myself, and I really believe I was a believer I grew up in the church, uh, but this whole thing about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ was very foreign to me. And uh, so I asked Coach Rhodes, who, who, by the way, Facebook gets slammed for a lot of things. One of the positives is I was actually able to reconnect with the coach who helped lead me to the Lord back Coach Dan Rhodes. And I was able to tell him that uh, I am where I am now, especially in my walk with Christ, because of what he did back, you know, almost 50 years ago. Um, actually, it was 50 years ago. Oh, I feel old again. <laughs> anyway, all that to say is, is, is starting a daily quiet time, spending time. And, and for me, at first, it was in the evening before I, I go to bed. But now I turn into a pumpkin about 10 o'clock. And so <laughs> evenings are not good. Uh, I, I usually wake up pretty early uh, around 530. And, and that's when I get my cup of coffee. And I just go into a quiet place and I spend some time with God. I open up the word uh, and, and, and really get a chance to spend some one-on-one time. And so that's one of the things that I would, I would highly recommend is, is start your day. Start your day um, before the Lord and start your day and, and, and pray. Even if you don't know what to pray for, just, just you know, God, God is our heavenly father. Yeah. Just like a, you know, a dad, you know, when, when my daughter just picks up the phone and wants to talk to me, man, I'm all ears. I want to hear what she has yeah. to say. And our heavenly father is at times infinity. And so, um, you know, just open up your heart, be real with him. You know, you don't have to say mm-hmm. some hand prayer, be real with him. You know, if you're mad, share your heart with him. He's a <laughs> yeah, big God right. and he can take it and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and just watch him work in that area. That's, yeah. Well, that's an awesome perspective, and I think it's just so cool that you obviously being the first gent and the very top of the line here at Baylor, you're willing to have these conversations with us and share your faith with us. So I, I know that that's something yeah. that our listeners are going to get a ton out of today's episode, and it's just so cool to hear kind of your testimony on here today in a way and just understanding the value of that quiet time. So again, Mr. Brad Livingstone, we are so thankful that you took 15 minutes of your time to be on the show today. And uh, thanks so much for doing it. You bet, Ben. You and and thank you and and Colin for this. This is a a great opportunity. I appreciate I appreciate it. Awesome. Yes, thank you thank so much you for so making much. time. Okay. Have a great rest of your day. We'll you see you, sir. Thank you so much.